0: thank you once again for tuning in to the Funny Business Podcast. We have an awesome episode for you guys today. I am coming from you live from Maryland. If you are on our YouTube page, you can actually see the bay behind us. So this is not the ocean. We are bayside. Uh, It is a great day. So I figured I'd do the podcast outside. And it wasn't a great beach day today. But Mike, how I want to start this show off is with a quote. And uh, a bad day at the beach is better than a good day at work. (laughs)
1: and as you all can see on the youtube page i dressed for the occasion exactly so i uh i had my camera off until matt started counting down the look on his face he's like oh dear god i was expecting (laughs) like a a beach background like i thought you were going to change the background i thought of that for a little bit but then i was like you know what that's too much work and i just got home from work so i uh (laughs) i appreciate the effort I try, but yeah. but Matt, I'm glad I'm glad things are are good at least you know the first couple of days. I mean, I know it's not really the best day for the beach, but but at least you're enjoying yourself. That's the good thing.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, yesterday was a great day, and the rest of the week looks pretty good. Almost we had a hiccup with the almost a hiccup with the podcast where my Wi-Fi here doesn't work, oh, yeah. so I'm actually on my own hotspot. Oh gosh, it's not that yeah. bad. That signal's actually no, pretty it's, good. It's
1: actually not too. I mean, I have the phone right next to me, but so so episode episode twenty. Yes, we're finally here. Happy Cheers. episode twenty. Cheers, Cheers brother. Twenty. Oh my God, what are you drinking there? Uh, it's it's called Ryan's.
0: It's kind of like a um, generic Bailey's. Okay, but it's pretty good. So I also have good. an actual drink here.
1: I'm on vacation. I can't. can't so hide. like, we, we said last episode that that we were we were going to try to do a drunk podcast, but literally Matt and I, with our plans and with work and everything else, it was kind of yeah. a little a little thrown off. At least, so I, I thought that we were going to be. At least kind of tipsy before we started, so I'm 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 a little disappointed. However, I have it in the show notes. <laughs> hopefully, we're drunk enough to talk about drunk moments. But um, Matt, we're gonna play a little game here uh, for for a little drinking game. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna give down you for drinking games. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two rules of take a drink when, um, and you're gonna give me two rules of take a drink when okay. for this entire podcast. So hopefully, you have enough drinks ready to go. Yeah, I should be. I'll take small steps. All right, so. My first rule to you is if you start your sentence with the word so, you have to take a drink. Okay? <laughs> okay. So so that's that's my first rule. My second rule is if there's any outdoor interference with this podcast. So any okay. wind, any and you'll hear it. So you you kind of have to play the honor code here. So yes. um yep that's any fair. jet skis because matt was like there's yeah, a jet we, we ski might watch. hear some jet skis they just that's came it. in so i don't think they'll be going back out but we hear anything from seagulls to anything like that you gotta take a drink so that's fair what are that's my two rules
0: <laughs> uh off the top of my head okay anytime either of no anytime you say the word um take a drink oh no okay so yep. that's a both rule <laughs> no just anytime you say the word um. oh so me <laughs> yes i because w- then otherwise i would just say um anytime yeah And I think I just... I think I said the S-O word, so I gotta take a drink right there. Pause. Oh, man. This is gonna get very interesting. I thought you almost just said um right there, but you said aw. (laughs) I was like, I thought I got him. I'm literally thinking every single word right now as far as what I'm saying. Yeah. Second rule. There's some outside noise. Excuse me for one second. (laughs) This is great. (laughs) This is phenomenal. (laughs) Second rule. Anytime... Anytime I make you laugh, you have to take a drink. Damn it. I knew it was going to be something with me yeah. being like... I just came I off, laugh. off the top of my head. Proud of myself. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be very tough. We're going to forget.
1: And you're not going to be funny. So I'm always funny. Always funny. I'm like thinking to myself, I can't say these words. <laughs> nope. <laughs> ah, dang yes, it. Me. Well, I, I laughed, so I'll just do it anytime I laugh because I, I usually am pretty laughable networks La- uh in a laughing mood laughing mood there we always go. am
0: science that's not science but english so welcome to today's
1: podcast <laughs> that's another drink <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode yeah oh, right man. everyone's gonna be like why the hell did they do this <laughs> uh wow we're <they're> <laughs> off
0: to a hot start
1: matt let's talk about uh yes. drunk moments uh, not in a sense our, our most craziest of moments but We've been through some interesting college years of every Thursday night at Rodano's. I think, for anonymity's sake, let's keep names out of it. That's and fair. Friends, friend one, friend two, because I feel like it, it would yes. be it'd be kind of bad for them. Not yeah, bad, we, don't, we but, don't want to call anyone out. Right. Yep.
0: <laughs> we're like um, thinking we're like. <laughs> what's the first one? I mean, we we did have someone. We came home from the bar once. And this person just started eating a bag of spinach. Oh, out of the fridge! That's, you don't remember that?
1: No, I don't. I have remember a video. That.
0: I have a video of this person just going to town on a bag of spinach. <laughs> like we literally got back into I the know house, who it is. and this person <laughs> just opened up right out of the fridge and just started going to town. That's that's a that's not a junk food snack yeah. at all.
1: Especially raviolis too. That's another thing. See,
0: raviolis in the microwave for for,
1: for twenty minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. that was incredible. I, that was very incredible. So speaking of friends, i I was driving home yesterday, and the song uh, "Just a Friend" by Bismarcky mm. was on. And it's a great song. All I could just think of was all of our get-togethers and the singing and just everything in general. It just like brought back so many good memories from all the times that were occurring and i i was just very excited when i was like we're gonna do a trunk podcast next episode so it's a little little interesting so matt matt is that is that a casual sip or is that a no nah, there's a
0: seagull that was making some noise <laughs> no but like you, look like it's gonna be great like 20 years from now when we hear these songs out of like out of the blue and like all these memories to start coming back mr Brightside. Ah. oh I want to dance with somebody. Whitney Houston. Whitney. Our girl. God's Whitney. plan. Yeah. Wow. God's plan. Oh man.
1: There's, that's there's crazy. So many that we can't even think of. Yeah, I, I think that it's that's just the thing when it comes to songs that when it like. Um. <laughs> yep. Nice. So even even with this whole, I feel like back then. When it came time for our family, our parents, our grandparents, when they heard music, it was brought over. I feel like we're still going to have that same throwbacks, like Whitney Houston or "Come On Eileen," or I'm trying to think of another song. That I forgot that's about pretty. "Come On Eileen." I mean, it used to be bumping. At oh my gosh, that so was, we the, best. It was so the best. That's the best. So, I think comes that comes a boat. We're going to see. <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> uh damn! Damn it. <laughs>
0: It's going to be a great episode. Great idea, Matt. This was your idea. You're (laughs) the one that wanted to play the drinking game
1: today. Boy. Wow. Okay. So let's kind of jump into our next topic here. So Matt, (laughs) the quicker the podcast goes, the less we have to drink. (laughs) So Matt, um, damn it. (laughs) This is going to be a rough episode for you. You're after a worse start than I am. I, I certainly am. So, Matt, I, I kind of gave the topic for today because you are at the beach. You are yes. uh, Ocean City, correct? Yep. Yep. So I, I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts and uh, some of your tips and tricks. Because you've went to the beach three times this year so far.
0: Yeah. we. This is my third time here in Ocean City. Yeah. This is the third time We came once in here. June, once in July. No, we haven't uh, always, like, gone out to eat every time. Like, most of the time we
1: stayed inside. But, you, you know, know, on the beach you can pretty much socially distance from each other. Yeah. No, I think that's that's – that's good. I mean, I, I really didn't think otherwise that you were doing something horrible. But, Matt, we're, we're going to talk about some things. Be- best tips for beach trips. Say that five times fast. Best tips <laughs> for beach trips. I think I'll lead this one off and saying the first one that you need to do is if you want to go to the beach, go early. Don't, don't go in the afternoon. I think most of the time when it comes to beach trips, everyone, especially the weekends. The weekends are the worst when it yeah. comes to the beach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing like a a day trip, the weekends are gonna be tough because you're not gonna find a place to park. If you don't go early, you're not gonna get a spot at the beach, especially if it's a holiday weekend. Like we don't really, I don't really like going to the beach on like Memorial Day weekend or Fourth of July weekend. It's it's too crowded. Like you're not you're not gonna have as much fun as you could like in the middle of a weekday. I just burped. What's so? <laughs> I just made you laugh. So that's another drink for you. Dang like it! I just, I just had a little hiccup. But yeah, I mean. You do have to go early when, like if you're doing a day trip, if you're going like vacation for a few days, maybe going around like 12 o'clock isn't the worst thing. And then, you know, come off the beach at like five shower, you can still go out, get a nice dinner. But I agree. If you're going for like a day trip, you got definitely got to go like early
1: in the morning. I remember we went to Bethany beach this summer and we were there. The first day was on a Sunday. No, it was Saturday. First day was a Saturday. And we were there. We were there early, but we spent a majority of the time at the beach that day. Oh, my goodness. Talk about social distancing. There was no social distancing occurring, and it it made me super uncomfortable. And just by the fact of everybody just trying to find a spot. And then the next few days, we're like, let's go early. Let's go 9 o'clock. It doesn't have to be, like, 7 o'clock, crack of dawn. Like, could be... Right nine o'clock ten o'clock, yeah even eleven's a little pushing it, but that's when you yeah. start seeing more of the masses come in right and having that so having just a plan and and going in ahead of time is is probably more easier than than anything so
0: yeah um, um I think another big thing is like games to play now when I usually when I go on vacation with like my family we don't really play a lot of games and that is a very loud boat, so I'm gonna <laughs> take a drink there. <laughs> You made me laugh, <laughs> but whether it's can jam or cornhole or ladder ball, I love ladder ball. Have you ever played ladder ball? I have actually. It's pretty it's, fun. Actually, it's a little challenging. It, it actually is. It looks pretty easy, but like you do have to find the right system to like throw the the, the two balls. I don't really know what you call it, but uh, there is a science to it. Um, but you do like if
1: you're going with friends, you gotta have, bring some games to play. Yeah, and it, it depends because. It's either the people who are beach bums or the beach goers. And then you have people that are in the middle like myself, who I love to sit on the beach and do absolutely nothing. But then I also love going in the ocean and actually riding the waves. That's another thing, yes. too, is riding yeah. the waves. Yeah. So many people don't understand and don't realize that the further you go out in the ocean, the more pleasant it is. Yes. But you also have to look at it from a perspective that, okay, if I'm going out further in the ocean... There's more chances that more waves and much larger waves are going to come your way. And it's a matter of it's more enjoyable, I have to say, like it's more enjoyable that going out into the ocean a little bit and you don't have to go yards away. You you don't just go past the point where the waves break Yep, and you got yourself a nice little ride for for the, the interim. No, that, that's
0: absolutely the best part of the ocean. Like sometimes it can be a little rough to get out there. But if you find a spot where it's a little calm and then you get out there, it's it's basically like being in a pool. Like it's, it's so relaxing. Um, it also helps when the water warm. Like if it's really cold and like the ocean's really cold, not going to be in too long. But warm ocean water is, it, it literally is like being in a pool once you get past the
1: breakers. Now I have to ask you, Matt, do you yep. pack your lunch before you go to the beach? Yeah, we usually do. Yeah, because we usually we usually don't bring
0: a lot of dinners when we go on vacation, so we'll get like this week we're getting a lot of takeout. So we usually do pack lunch just to kind of like so we're not spending like everything. Good call. Good
1: call. <laughs> I have to listen to you. <laughs> I don't know if that technically counts as me laughing at you. Yeah, well,
0: I, I mean, yeah, just just drink sure. up. Sure. Just drink. There <laughs> <hurt> anyone. <laughs> Dang it. I almost need a refill Waiter. Can I get a waiter over here? <laughs> You you always just spit into your mug, didn't you? (laughs) Wait,
1: (laughs) Tor. It's a great reference. Absolutely, SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie. Yes, the movie specifically. Matt, I, I had a story. I forget what the story was. Wow, the 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 beer's kicking (laughs) already. (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing for a good good beach trip. You gotta have some alcohol.
0: You also need you also need a variety of alcohol. Like you you have to be careful. Yeah, you do. I mean, you have to have something to put the alcohol in. You can't just drink a beer. But you need a variety. Like, today on the beach, I had a Miller Lite, I had a Twisted Tea, and I had a White Claw. Now, I had the White Claw first. This is just a funny story. And then I poured the Twisted Tea second. Forgot I poured the Twisted (laughs) Tea in. I was expecting a White Claw. So when I took the sip, I was like, what the hell is this? And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I finished that White Claw. So you definitely do need a variety because drinking – beer on the beach all day you can get a little heavy
1: and if it's really hot out it, it can get a little dicey this was a story i wanted to tell you there we go i knew it was when... gonna have, come back at some point <laughs> matt and i have always had the discussion where i completely just don't even realize what i was gonna answer i think one of the things was batman the original batman series was played by adam west i could not remember for the life of me what that actor's name was and it was adam west yep. however talking about lunches Jenna and I went on our first uh, vacation this past August. So it almost is a year since we've been on vacation. It's a little sad to think about. Yeah. But having that vacation, we got a room that didn't have any type of tables. It had like bedside tables, like end tables. Yeah. So we had to make our lunches on our bed before we went to oh the my beach. Gosh. It was, it, it just, it's one of those things, Matt, where you're going to remember for the rest of, uh, the rest of your life. Oh yeah, and just having that moment, and it, it just was, it was, it was hilarious because we just didn't have anything to to make our lunches on. But then we kind of were like, okay, like make sure it's on like either the plastic plastic bags or it's on a napkin. <laughs> so just signs when we were uh, making our lunches, we also weren't putting crumbs in our bed that we were gonna right. sleep at the same night. So that's funny. You gotta put out like. 10 napkins to make, like, your own, like, placemat to, like, make lunch on your bed.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Another SpongeBob reference, when they were painting Mr. Krabs's, uh almost, like, trophy the room. The house, yeah, they were painting the house, and they literally laid out so many pieces of paper, and they were expecting, like, this big paper, but it was just, like, an eight and a half by 11, and they just placed it everywhere. And somehow, that little raindrop of a paint ended up landing in every single paper, and then it landed on the wall. Me, if millions,
0: you- dollar... <laughs> no, his first dollar. That was his yes, first dollar. His yes. first dollar. There we
1: go. Yep. Now, Matt, one final thing. Yes. About a beach trip. After you're done drinking. That was a casual trip. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's casual. See, we can't tell the difference. <laughs> no. What
0: I'm I'm intrigued to hear this one final thing that you have. Oh, it was for you, man. Oh, oh you wanted me to give a final thing. <laughs> yes. Um, you're at the music, beach, not me. Music. <laughs> Music's a big one. You got to have a decent speaker. But also, like, don't be that person that goes to the beach and, like, blasts your music for everyone to hear. Freaking no one ridiculous. wants to hear that. Like, keep it so that you can hear it, like, with your party, that you're, with yourself. Obviously, if there's someone that's right next to you, they're going to hear it. But if I'm, like, a block away, I don't need to hear you blasting Mo Bamba. No one wants to hear that. Especially you if don't want to hear Mo Bamba, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, don't be blasting WAP for, like, the five-year-old that's sitting right next to you to hear like, no one needs that. Like, no one... WAP is... Just, WAP, WAP, I texted you this. WAP was stuck yep. in my head, like, two days ago. I listened to the song, like, twice just to hear it. It's awful, and I don't know why it's stuck in my head. But it's not a beach song, regardless.
1: Yeah, you kind of have to find a playlist. Yeah, you do. Like, Margaritaville. Like, yes. that's a great playlist to yeah. use. I mean, like, if
0: you like rap music, listen to rap music. But you're going to have to be a little courteous with the people around you. Like, not everyone's going to like the song that you're playing. So don't be blasting it. Like, you know, just... Just uh I, I said so right there. So d- just be courteous. Like keep the music down low enough so you guys can hear it, and not everybody on the beach can hear it. Like that's just inconsiderate.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't like those people, and they bring massive speakers too. That's yes. another thing that's yeah. annoying is that they bring these massive speakers. Why don't you just bring a little mini boom or yes. a little Sony or anything something that-, that can like hook
0: onto your umbrella or chair? That's another thing. I don't understand how some people go to the beach without an umbrella, like when it's a sunny day. Mm-hmm. Like, I put sunscreen on, but like,
1: that, it's just insane. Sometimes you got to get out of the sun. I remember when we went to the beach, we didn't bring an umbrella, but we rented one. We took yep. full advantage of renting an umbrella. Yeah. But luckily enough, when we went to Bethany Beach this year, one of our, Jen, Jenna's family member had the, uh, beach umbrellas that that they used when they were yeah. going and they didn't those go the same time we did but it it was right. nice because those okay.
0: rental beach umbrellas are actually like really good like they're better than the umbrellas that we bring like they're the
1: wooden pole ones like they're so awesome and what are they like i mean I, i'm sure it depends on the beach but i mean i think the most i've ever paid for one was like 10 bucks yeah i mean if you you can
0: get chairs too but i feel like most people have chairs but yeah i mean it's it's really not too bad and there's
1: very sturdy like the wind's not gonna blow them over but 10 bucks like you don't have to bring it to the beach yeah. like you don't physically have to try to lug it around to the beach it stays there you could literally pack up and go and that person who's responsible for the beach umbrellas is able to come pick it up and yeah. you don't have to worry about it
0: no it's a great idea i mean people use it down here all the time and it's it's just no, it gives,
1: gives someone a, a little day job to do too. Like they get to sit on the beach and just put umbrellas up. Like that's an awesome job. That was the thing that, I, that I've that i constantly thought about when it comes to the beach itself. Like, can you imagine? I mean, I know you and I have done some very unusual jobs at some points, but yep. can you imagine just having your whole summer just dedicated to working at the beach? That'd be insane. Like that's like a, a dream
0: I always had that I just wasn't able to do. But like, it's it's just like, how can you not be
1: happy working on a beach you know I think it, it comes with a cost too because there's some people that will spend I mean they're they're they live there right. so it's not as you know it's not as elegant as what we consider it when we go to the beach like it's more of a luxury than it is just a normalcy with it yeah that's a good point like I,
0: I have like we both have friends that live by the beaches and like they don't go like Ever, which is weird because, like, if I lived by a beach, I would be there, like, every day in the summer. But I guess it's different because
1: they grew up there. It's just something that, like, I can't, like, comprehend in my own head. And I know some individuals that have beach houses that they'll actually live during the summer. And then they'll work. And then on the weekends, they just go to the beach. So, like, I could see that being a nice positive. I could see that being a nice positive as far as being at the beach. But I feel like it would get old at some point. And the tans, man, tan yeah. lines on those people are probably ridiculous, or they probably don't even have tan lines. <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel like if you live by the beach, you're always in a con- constant state of being tan. Like, maybe you get burned once in a while, but, like, you're never pale.
1: Never. I constantly get burned every single time. It's not fun.
0: Yeah, I- I've had a pretty good tan to go in this week, uh, this whole summer at the
1: beach. I've I've been surprised. Now, what SPF sunscreen do you use?
0: Uh, usually 15. If I get a little
1: red, really? I'll switch up to 30. Yeah. I made that mistake. I didn't put
0: on enough when I had a low SPF number. I usually start out a little bit in the sun, and then I'll go under the the umbrella, and then I'll put sunscreen on and go back in the sun for a little bit and then end up under the umbrella to end Mm -hmm. the day. Just, like, a little bit of mix. Like, I don't want to spend all day in the sun because then I will get
1: burned. But you need a little little, little combination of both. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Matt and I are really keeping, keeping watch of our words and (laughs) everything else. I I, like, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not, I just haven't said that
0: word in forever. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I haven't, but I just haven't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm like sitting here waiting. I'm like, yes, (laughs) no, I, I think it's in my head that I can't say it now. So I just don't say it. I know me
1: too. Yeah. Dude, man. We do this like every episode. while we're picking up an addiction. We're getting rid of one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that counts as me laughing at you, but hey, I'm opening up another beer for it. So. Yeah, you, you know what? Go for it. You know, it's episode 20. We gotta celebrate. Amen to that, brother. On to the final topic. I feel like I, I pivoted that way too hard, but we gotta move on. We gotta keep going, or else this podcast will go on for hours. Imagine if it was a live podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so insane. Because I'm able to say so in the beginning of my sentences, and you can't. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> that's that's a drink. <laughs> so, Matt, we're yes. going to talk about this relaxing quiz. will reveal what life has in store for you. And it's a beach vacation fortune quiz that's sponsored by BuzzFeed. Seems fitting. And I'm going to ask you these questions. Because okay. I feel like it is important for you to answer these questions and find out what your fortune is in life. I agree. I, I will take it right after I take the sip for that boat going by. <laughs> so what I, what I wanted to say was it was horrible with these title cards, these questions you could barely read these questions in the title card. It wasn't like it, it's in a background where it has a beach and a little, uh, the waves coming up. You can't read the text. Like it's a little tricky. So Matt, we're going to get started here. All right. How hot, Do you want to be hot? Wait, sorry. (laughs) I know the answer to that question. Wrong question. How hot do you want it to be? Okay. (laughs) Just a little warm, hot, but with a cool beverage, hot and humid, or an intense dry desert heat. This is easily hot with a cool beverage. I was going to choose that myself. Yeah. On to the next one. Who are you traveling with by myself with my best friends with my family or with my SO or significant other. So this one I've really
0: never gone to the beach with like a group of friends but that's what I'm going to pick because I feel like I would. I feel like it just would be something like I want to experience at some point.
1: If we've That been, makes any sense. We've been talking about doing a beach trip. We
0: have not next year. We got to make it happen. We have to. Yes. We really have to. We Beach will. house.
1: Yep. Trap house five. <laughs> Trap house five. <laughs> Pick a beach. Um, All right. Well, because there's no text written here. Do you want to be what it looks like to be a deserted island? Do you want it to be where there's a bunch of towns? Like, uh, do you want it to be closer to a city? Do you want it to be at a town? Or do you want it to be kind of this setup where there's a bunch of, like, beach chairs and uh, beach umbrellas? Like that, like fancy stuff you see at resorts. I think I'm going to go with the deserted
0: island. I feel like that'd be really cool. Like that's just okay. the scenery that like I haven't been able to experience that
1: like I need to at some point. Okay. So what's the first thing you want to do? Nap in the sun. Have a margarita. Try to try out some local food or go for a dip. Definitely go for a
0: dip. And then as soon as you come out of the water, you grab a drink.
1: I have but to. You, I, go ahead. Oh, go, no, you go ahead. I would have to admit that Matt's mom actually makes some pretty banging margaritas. Yeah, she does. Puts an entire bottle of Jose Cuervo in it.
0: They're strong as hell,
1: but they're tasty as hell. Not from experience or anything, but but I know how that how that comes out. So.
0: Yeah, no comment. <laughs> Just gonna
1: have no comment on that one. Yes. Go for a dip. Okay, great. Yes. What meal are you most looking forward to? Breakfast in bed, a Michelin-starred restaurant, fancy wine and cheese or street food this is tough so when i'm at the beach like i get
0: fish for every meal i actually tried a new fish for the first time this week it was wahoo wahoo yeah it was black and wahoo it was like a white fish kind of reminded me of mahi mahi it was very good but i am gonna go with um i'm gonna go street food I was going to pick that. Yeah. I, I'm not second... a huge breakfast-in-bed person. Fancy wine and cheese I don't want at the beach. And, like, I don't really always have to go to, like, a Michelin-starred restaurant every time. Mm-hmm. But there's some, like, good, like, places that, like, people never hear of that have great food at the beach.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to pick street... street food by far is is really yes. good. Oh, for sure. For sure. I I wouldn't mind fancy wine and cheese because, you know, I'm a wine guy. Yeah. I, I like wine I just it's not a beach thing for me all right Matt next question where are you sleeping the camper van bed and breakfast a villa or a tent
0: um probably not a camper van probably not a tent I'm gonna
1: say villa Villas are really nice yes I would go villa and finally what souvenir are you bringing home a handcrafted cup? A bottle filled with sand, sweets, or a new swimsuit? Um,
0: I am going to go with sweets. Okay. Because the candy down here is sometimes pretty good, and you can get some stuff that you can't always get back at home. Like a cup, I always have a lot of cups. Like a bottle of sand is cool, but like, I don't know. It doesn't really do it for me. And
1: I usually don't buy a lot of clothes when I'm at the beach, so I'm going to go sweets. Interesting. All right, so – the trivia, not trivia, but the quiz has formulated your answer. All right, I'm ready. Are you ready? I I let me I, grab my drink and you see said, if I am. You say <laughs> I you said I'm ready, and then I asked you again, Are you ready? <laughs> Just because of that, I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that's fair. I think that's fair. All right, Matt, I'm. Let's do it. <laughs> <Drum> roll, please. <laughs> you got you'll become a yogi and live by the beach yeah i mean that's that's pretty accurate right there (laughs) one day in the near future you'll feel inspired to pack your valuables and drive down to the coast like you've always dreamed of doing you might open up your own yoga studio or simply become a freelance creative one thing's for sure you'll be the most relaxed you've ever been probably not going to open up a yoga studio but like
0: I am definitely retiring by a beach someday. Heck, like, you may be able to run a funny happen. business podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we probably will at some point. Who knows?
1: Could you that, imagine? Was, that was a pretty accurate quiz. Could you imagine doing the podcast on a beach? I don't think it'd be possible. We have no no electrical outlets. I could put
0: batteries in this thing. Oh man, that'd be dope. I, I feel that like we might
1: cool. actually have to do it.
0: <laughs> Just grab like random people to interview during the podcast. Like, how's your day going?
1: How's like the water Bi- temp? Good? Is it rough Bi- out there? <laughs> like Billy on the street.
0: <laughs> Miss yes. for did a dollar. <laughs> did you put sunscreen on today? Did you put sunscreen on?
1: Miss for a dollar. Uh, what sunscreen did you put on today? <laughs> What's in that cup? I know it's not water. <laughs> Damn it. I'm on fire right now. I know, and, I, and I'm kind of feeling it a little bit. I didn't have dinner yet, so it's like kind of the lapse either. I barely hate lunch. This is this is gonna be great. So <laughs> sports segment's
0: gonna be awesome. Yes, yeah, sports take it is probably gonna be like hi oh, oh, hate just wait. you.
1: You just wait. <laughs> oh God, it's I got a doozy for you today. I I'm looking forward to it, but of yeah. course, Matt, we have to appreciate our sponsors. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, Matt has his sports topics. Don't go away okay let's slide into the sports topics for today
0: so we're gonna start off with a bit of a serious topic it's always funny like it, we always record these episodes like earlier in the week and then something big happens in the sports like the next day that like i'm like god damn it like we always miss this stuff out so last take week, a drink. The big the big story why do i have to take a drink you said so oh, i do and there's actually a seagull that's going <laughs> off right <laughs> two now two sips
1: I hate to interrupt you
0: for a serious topic, but that's okay. rules are rules. <laughs> so it was something that took over the sports world last week. Obviously, everyone knows about the Jacob Blake shooting in Wisconsin. And a lot of sports teams that start off with basketball, they were considering sitting out some games for a protest just because they wanted to shine light on the situation that was going on. So there were some teams that were talking about it and how it started one. I think it was Wednesday. The Milwaukee Bucks got into their locker room and stayed in their locker room for, like, four hours and decided they weren't going to play the game. So then the, they actually offered a forfeit to the Orlando Magic, and the Magic declined it, said they'll do protest together. And then the NBA games, uh, they postponed all of them for that day, and they stopped for three days. So what happened was the Bucs just decided... Yep, said so. Good <laughs> I'm good just going to hold my fingers up.
1: <laughs>
0: the Bucks decided they were going to make this protest because where the shooting happened, it was about like 40 miles from where they are. And it caused a strike throughout the sports world. NHL proposed postponed some games. A few MLB teams did. The WNBA did. And they're getting a lot of hate for it, which I'm going to dive into that from like a sports business side in a second. The the NBA has come back to to play. So does the NHL and the MLB. I just wanted to get your thoughts on the whole, whole, you know, what they did to raise awareness for this. And before I... Maybe before, let me add one more thing. Yeah. The bucks did get on the phone in the locker room. I don't know if you saw this um they said or they said they got on the phone with the Wisconsin Attorney General after they did their protest, so they actually did do a little bit of advocacy in this situation. But mm-hmm. let me toss it to you for your initial thoughts on the whole situation with the NBA and really what happened to all the sports. It is It was really histo- a historic day in sports because nothing like this has ever happened. Mm-hmm. The Celtics had a couple players, including Bill Russell, sit out a preseason game in 61 due to racial injustice. But that was the first time this happened. So what are your thoughts on the whole situation?
1: Um. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you asking me, Matt. Because I think it's a topic that should be discussed. It shouldn't be kept quiet. Yes. And and, uh, can I just jump in real quick? Absolutely. I, I know
0: we're called the Funny Business Podcast, but we can't not talk about the situation when we talk about them playing the games. That would be a little insensitive of us. So I know everyone's not always comfortable with this topic, but it's something that we have to kind of talk about. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, I, I appreciate you asking me, Matt. And, and I think ideally, too, we are the Funny Business Podcast, but business is in our... Our name of the podcast yep. and I, I think it's it's okay to talk about that and really it's okay for everyone to talk about this topic S- excuse me with 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 this all going on I, I was scrolling through Twitter that that night and I'm sure you were too Matt as far as all the reporters and it just seemed really upsetting that people weren't supporting the NBA as far as their actions I I was a little ticked off at the fact that there was bots that were going around every Mm -hmm. Twitter, every official Twitter of the NBA teams and saying, been a fan since 1971, I will no longer renew my season ticket. Uh, To have somebody that that has a bot that's going around and adding that hurt to the teams is so wrong. I I don't get it, Matt. Like, I really don't. I remember... God, it sucks because we, we talked about it immediately like we are an anti-racism podcast. I don't even remember what that episode number was. It was in the single digits when we spoke out about it. Absolutely. Now we're here at 20 and we're talking about it again. Yeah, I, I just don't find anything that we're doing as far as a nation. I know I'm kind of getting a little political here, but it's it's hard not to. It's hard not to. The NBA is trying to do something because they care about it. It's the same thing as them playing the sport. They care about the sport. They care about what's happening on this earth. And I think it's really important for them to take a stance. And Adam Silver, the commissioner, I remember seeing the statements, 100% fully supports what is happening with you know, the, the, the entire teams and taking a stance on it. I, I just think that it's it's a little upsetting that our society is really going against it being like, well, like I didn't care about the NBA anyway. Okay, great. But you should be caring about what is happening on this earth.
0: I agree. It's kind of sad that people care more about how they protest than about why they protest. And I wanted to touch on this from a sports like business side, like as a sport management major, like the reason why I wanted to work in sports was because I wanted to do something that I loved for a living. And I loved sports as a kid. And I wanted to help other people. Support organizations and teams and players would be nothing without the support of their fans and without the support of their local communities. So when these teams and players see that their local community is hurting for some reason, they have almost like an obligation to not help in some way, but to show their support. So I saw a lot of people saying online that, oh, protesting the game is not going to do anything. Maybe you're right. But while they were protesting the games, that's all anyone was talking about. So it was bringing awareness to the situation. And if they didn't do this, if we just did nothing and didn't protest anything, nothing would get done anyway. I saw that the NBA players wanted more from the owners going forward. And I think that's a great idea because these owners are the ones that have connections with these politicians, with the people that make decisions. They're the ones that can really get the change going forward. So if these players are in active communications with the owners, maybe actual change will come. Now, maybe it won't, but they can't just sit back and do nothing. And in the NBA specifically, people don't think about this often. They haven't seen their families in two months if you're in the bubble. When the whole George Floyd incident happened, they were out there protesting and using their platform and doing something. They can't do that in Orlando because they're stuck playing basketball. Think of it if if it was you. If you were stuck in a bubble and you could only do one thing and that was work and you could only see your coworkers, you couldn't see your family for two months, You'd be a little upset too. Like these guys, Paul George talked about it in the bubble, like why he was playing so bad. He was in a bad mental state. Like he had to see a sports psychiatrist to help him out because he just hasn't been able to do anything but work basketball. And I see people say, like, oh, I can't protest my nine to five job. Well, guess what? You can. Sports is, sports is you can if you want. You That's can. a good point. Sports is a little different from a nine to five job anyway. Like, these guys, it it just is. Like, people will say, oh, there's bigger things going on in the sports. You're right. There are bigger things going on in the sports. That's why they're protesting. Like, they understand that if they don't play a game, like, it's going to hurt them financially going forward a little bit. Like, some players wanted to cancel the season, and the Players Association pretty much told them that's not the best thing to do because you're going to lose a ton of money going forward, and they realized that. So taking a few days off to raise awareness to the situation, it's not a bad thing. Like, just... Support them and listen to the reason why they're protesting, not how they're protesting. I guess that's the only thing I have to say. I don't know if you have anything else to add.
1: I, I what I, what I did like, Matt, that that you mentioned was the Milwaukee Bucks actually reached out to the Attorney General. Yes, so they didn't they 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 said something, but they did something. Yep, and I I think Matt, you and I have kind of been. I don't want to say you and I have both been quiet as far as, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and the racial injustice, but you don't have to. Like, yes, we have a platform. We have the things, we have the tools that are necessary for us to speak out against things that are going on that are wrong. We will admit we are. It is wrong of what is happening with everything. Absolutely. But I think ideally everybody's expecting. I, I had an issue with this when it came for every single person wanted a statement for every freaking company that exists. And I get that companies need a stance. But what I don't get is the fact that people can't just promote themselves on their own, as far as their own statements. And that happened with my own work you know, I'm opening about it that happened with my own work that happened with everybody else. And I think what's really important, Matt is that we do whatever we can and whatever, the uncomfortable is, or what the comfortable is, in doing it. Do we start having discussions as far as you know racial equality? Do we start having discussions based on your employment system? Maybe you don't have a diversity statement. I'll be honest you. Know I work in an alumni. We didn't have a diversity statement in our alumni association bylaws. We took action and we wrote a a uh, a, a statement based on. The bylaws, So that way it's more applicable to anybody of the minorities or anything like that. However, yes, we can say something, but are we going to do something about it? So as far as everyone going out against, you know, doing stuff and not playing and all that, they're doing something. And having that action based on a Milwaukee Bucks as far as reaching out to the attorney general is great. They've got a lot of flack for the Milwaukee Bucks doing that. But you saw the rest of the NBA backing them up, and I think that's the most important thing.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was uh, Stephen A. Smith had something interesting. He he said that he was glad, he was worried. He was worried when the Bucks started protest because he feared that other players wouldn't go with him. And it was nice to see all the players unify together and decide this was what they were going to do. Um, the other thing, like people, I saw people were tweeting at like companies, like why haven't you made a statement? Twitter was the worst place to be on when all it all went down just because everyone's arguing with each other. And someone made a great quote. I don't know who it was. People don't go on Twitter to get their opinion changed. They go on Twitter to voice their opinion and to disagree with anyone that disagrees with them on. Mm-hmm. So social media is kind of like it's a great avenue where companies can get their statements out. But for people like, like general people that just put their opinions out there, if you get in a fight with someone on Twitter, you're not going to change their opinion. Like it's – that that's not going to change anything like social media yeah. fights are not going to change anything. Cause people aren't going on social media to try to change their opinion. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it yeah. drink. Yeah. And you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. Like I see opinions that I don't like, or maybe I don't agree with, but like you're entitled to have your own opinion. Absolutely. And pe- for people that say that sports don't have an impact on their community, Like I've worked in community relations for a minor league team where players come and go. I've done player appearances with players out in the local community. Like I've seen it on a first-hand basis how sport leagues, even minor leagues, have an impact. So I don't want to hear this notion that sport organizations, they're not in touch with what's going on. When you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, they have a player, Sterling Brown, who was an incident of racial injustice himself. They had a former player, John Henson. He's not with the team anymore, but he was in a jewelry store just shopping, and someone called the cops on him because he was black shopping in a jewelry store. So these guys, it's affected them personally. So when they see something like this, like they're gonna, they're gonna take it to heart as they should. So, I just said so. Well, I was gonna move on. So that's a good segue. Is that four?
1: Yeah,
0: he <laughs> didn't drink. Like I had the- to take four sips. Oh, I yeah. was in,
1: I was in the zone. All right, there's I- one. You and, and and that's why I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> Three. Four. Okay. Here we go.
0: Now let's slide into yeah, you have another okay, No, it's
1: just if if anyone needs to talk or if anyone yes. needs to, to just have those discussions Yes. It just please have those discussions in the most respectful manner because trying to be the loudest person in the room is never the case for the situation ever. Yeah. Never. The, the, the best thing we can all do right now is listen. Correct.
0: Even if you listen and you don't agree with it, just listen. That's it's, it's not worth getting an argument over. Correct. Moving on. Let's go to college football. So we mentioned on the show earlier that college football, especially the big 10 was going to postpone to the spring season. And now they're talking about starting Thanksgiving weekend which makes zero sense to me. If you're going to start Thanksgiving weekend, there is no reason why you can't start September and have a full college football season where like, so there we go. So let me take my sip. The sec and the ACC and the big 12 are going forward with football. They're starting on time. If the big 10 starts in Thanksgiving weekend, they're going to have no shot of any team making the playoffs they're going to have no shot of any team making a big bowl game. Now, that could be people saying, okay, who cares? That's a lot of money for the for the conference. That's a lot of money for the schools. Like, if I'm Ohio State right now, I'm livid. Because Ohio State was number two in the preseason rankings that came out. Penn State was number seven. These teams have a legit shot at a national title. So if you're going to start
1: in November, say
0: screw it and start in a week
1: and a half. I think I'm still going to pull because I remember when we discussed this the last time I pulled out my higher education uh, background in it. Right. With this going on, it's just a sense of it's a financial crisis that's going on with this. You know, a lot of times when it comes to D1, Big Ten, all these schools that are very much so well involved in their athletics program. It's a big money enhancer as far as them being able to sustain a quality education. And, like, some people think, like, well, it's sports. Okay, great. You paying for that $10 ticket? I mean, I'm sure it's much more expensive than $10. $10 is $10. (laughs) Very expensive. (laughs) Have you been to a college game?
0: Like D1? I have. I I went to uh, Maryland, Minnesota.
1: Or Minnesota mind, at Maryland. Do you mind asking? Uh, do you mind if I ask how much did you pay for your ticket? I don't know because it was with a sport uh, university trip. Yes. But, I mean, it was,
0: there was a lot of people there. And I'm sure it was, I mean, it was Minnesota, Maryland. So no casual fan was going to go, even though we went because we got decent discount tickets. So, but let's let's just talk about a typical uh, maybe like, I don't know, 40, $40. I would say more than that, honestly. Okay. If you would know better like a, than I would. Especially if you're going to like a Penn State game.
1: Probably, probably more than that, like maybe cheapest could be like 60 Okay, so maybe a $60 game. Your $60, yes, that goes to you enjoying the game. But what that also supports too is the fact of supporting the institution. So supporting the institution and allowing college players like the stars that we see every year um, be able to go on a full ride scholarship and be able to showcase their talent on an athletic scholarship. Number two, you're able to support the facilities, be able to upgrade facilities and enhance facilities, whether that's uniforms, shoes, the court itself, any type of broadcasting equipment. It just allows everybody to, to feel very much so healthy in the sense financially. But in turn, it's another thing that you're playing with players health once again. And having that idea with, Football, for example, football is a contact sport. I mean, yeah. mostly besides golf is not is a contact sport. Having that, you're going to have... I mean, I, I know so many high schools right now are trying to open up sports, and they're making their kids sign a waiver form. Their parents are co-signing the waiver form. And it's absolutely nuts. But again, yeah. we're living in this world where we have to make decisions based on stuff to keep alive and I see so many businesses, independent businesses that are going down just based on the fact that they just can't make the rent or they can't m- make enough money just for, you know, for them to break even with the bills. There's just so many things that are happening. And it's just so sad that college sports is becoming more of a business now than it is a, I, I guess, not entertainment, but it's becoming an extracurricular and I say that very lightly, as far as extracurricular with their students.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's more so of an issue because of football. Because, like we said, like football is one of the only sports that helps make teams money. It's, a, it's like, people have been mad with the Big Ten because James Franklin, the, the Penn State football coach, came out and said like he doesn't necessarily disagree with them canceling, but they gave him no feedback on what to tell players, no feedback on what to tell their parents. Like parents are very upset because some of these seniors last year and they they don't know what's going on they have no plan i just like if you're gonna from a football aspect and from like uh making the playoffs aspect Mm -hmm. if you're gonna start in thanksgiving there was no point in not starting in september
1: well if if you wanted to move it to the spring move it to the spring don't just start it in, in thanksgiving that makes no sense and you're gonna have more of an opportunity better to have a a real season in the spring than you would having on Thanksgiving.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. What are you going to make the kids play during like Christmas break? That doesn't make sense. Like college basketball does that, but they do like one tournament and then they get like two weeks off. Like the big tens, they're a whole mess. Moving on. I'm going to cut my one topic because it looks like it might start raining soon. (laughs) So last topic before we go to take it a little football. We have not talked football on this show in quite some time. And because people have been giving me slack about being a Flyers fan, people are saying I'm starting to turn into a Philly person. They lost this We're weekend. They, uh, that was tough. That was tough. <laughs> yeah. I, I watched that game. I was very upset. But now people are saying I'm going to start rooting for the Eagles soon. So I figured what better way. That's what I said. To talk about <laughs> than to wreck the Eagles in the best way possible because Carson Wentz is already injured and it's only training camp. It is the best story. We knew it was going to happen at some point. He had a foot injury uh, or back injury, something like that. But football is officially back because Carson Wentz is injured, as he is every year. And Phillies Eagles fans are already freaking out about it. It's it's the best time of the year.
1: I... uh... I'm not, not a big fan of Phil Philadelphia Eagles fans, let me tell you. <laughs> but I'm also not a big fan of of just.
0: I, I, I feel like I don't like the fact that he's injured. Like I don't wish injury on anyone. It's no. just he's injured every year, and Eagles fans freak out every year. And it's it's the it's my favorite Twitter. When the Eagles lose, I love going on Twitter and just
1: seeing all the comments of the fans just going crazy. It's hilarious when they talk about Philly as far as them making the playoffs or anything like that, and it's always a Philly fan's first reaction as well. Can't wait to start crying over our next four or seven losses as far as us being <laughs> being a team. Why do you have that mentality? Like it's Philly, but it's ridiculous it's, that it's you already know. it's all it's ridiculous that you already think, man, I'm going to lose already. Well, okay, like there goes half of your morale.
0: <laughs> Eagles fans are. They're the craziest fans in sports. Craziest fans. Like, people say the Oakland Raiders, now they moved to Las Vegas. Like, they were crazy. Like, the black hole was probably the, one of the toughest places to play. Eagles fans are insane. Like, the slightest injury happens, or if they get a big victory over the Cowboys, they're like, oh, we're this great team. And then Carson Wentz is going to get injured, and the backup's going to come in, and he's going to suck, and then they're going to be depressed again. It's this ongoing cycle that is just the best thing to see as, a, as an Eagles hater.
1: I feel like being a member, you should legally fill out a form that you are a Philadelphia fan, and they will assign yes. you. A, they will assign you a therapist after every game that you lose.
0: When uh, Twitter should add like a feature where you can go on their person's bio and they can fill out Eagles fan, Sixers fan, Steelers fan, like identify it, so that way like you can just like roast random people. Like if your Steelers are playing the Eagles, I can just go on their profile and roast random people, but. It's, this is the most Philly thing of all time. Fans are already freaking out about Carson Wentz, and it's not really the season yet. No, it, it, that's, that's what I mean. Football is officially back. Carson Wentz is injured. <laughs> it's it's a great time to be alive. That's a drink have right to, there. I made you. Laugh. I have.
1: I have. Oh, I'm not going to let you forget about that one. Before before I drink, I have to ask: Is there yes. one particular individual that's making fun of you because he's because you're a Flyers fan?
0: I've had I've had a few. I've had a okay. few people. Some people from college. Some people that I know personally. Especially when I first, announced I was a Flyers fan, I had someone saying, oh, you're the reason we lost game one. Like, listen, calm down. Like, uh, It's going to happen at some point. <laughs> that is all I have for sports topics. The other one that I was going to cut was the Yankees just can't stay healthy. I guess we'll talk about it because now it doesn't look like it's going to rain. Um, they have had 13 guys from the opening day roster been injured this year. It's insane. Judge came back for one game injured his calf again and now he's out like double the time he was it, it's ridiculous like like we said like it, they're not built like baseball players and it makes it tough because they're the only players that they have
1: they're really built to just hit dingers and i uh, and i feel yeah. like that's that's the most yankee thing i hate to say it, it's the most yankee yeah. thing that we I, I mean both matt and i are huge yankees fans and that's the most yankee thing to say is we have a bunch of people that can hit dingers we don't have it. We don't have the sustainability within no. our players' health, and I think they're doing a phenomenal job in trying to keep everybody up and just being healthy. But yeah. I think there's there's more of an opportunity for people to to look at it from a perspective. Okay, this person can hit well, but can they actually stay for a hundred and something 162. game season? Yeah. hundred sixty-two game season. Yeah, it's tough.
0: It's tough. But that concludes sports segments for today. It is time for Take It. So this week is more of a who would you choose category. So it's actually starting to rain. So I'm going to just go right into it. If you could pick a fictional character. Now, we can give more than one. But like pick a main fictional character that you would love to beat the shit out of. (laughs) Who would it be? (laughs) I'll go first. I have a few in my head. The guy I would love to beat the shit out of. Now this might be a little controversial because he's kind of a kid, but he was. It's Joffrey Baratheon from Game of Thrones. This this is the most arrogant asshole in the face of fictional TV. I got to take a drink because there was a boat that's going by. This kid, he had an arranged marriage, and watched his to be bride get his dad get her dad decapitated like he just killed everybody he he was he was so awful he didn't know how to be a king i was so glad when he died he's a little shit he's a bitch and i just love to beat the shit out of him like he's he is he's my the worst character of any tv show i've ever watched
1: i i i don't watch game of thrones I, i you know i'll admit that myself But I I feel like that's that's a really jerk move as far as him doing that.
0: And I was reading I saw this question posted somewhere on the Internet and I was reading comments. Every other comment was like Joffrey Baratheon, Joffrey Baratheon. Like he's universally hated
1: by everyone that watched the show. Uh, I'm trying to think who I see that. That's a quick that's a quick think think and a spin here. It is a tough choice because like there's a lot of shows. I have TV shows, Uh,
0: movie TV show, just the fictional character.
1: I'm gonna cop out for a hot second just so okay. I can start thinking of a somebody I truly hated. Um, when it comes to dogs, you don't actually kick a dog or you don't nope. actually hurt a dog. Um, so when Jack Black made his cameo in Anchorman, he actually kicked yes. Baxter yep. off the bridge. I remember it's that. It's the worst thing ever. I'm like, why? I, I mean, it, it's Anchorman. I mean, yeah, you know, the crude humor is just—it's ridiculous, right. but. Right. I, I just didn't like, because that's Jack Black. We all know Jack Black as far as being this nice. I think he's the panda the whole entire time. But, <laughs> you know, for him to kick Baxter off the sand. I, I don't think it was the Golden Gate Bridge. It was some no, very, it was it was bridge. very high bridge. yeah, yeah Very but, high bridge. But to kick the dog, I was very upset over that. That's a good choice. I didn't really
0: think of that, but that's actually a very good choice. Because that's like basically the only role he had in the movie
1: right and it yeah. just i it was so upset was just like no not the doll, and like it, the, the the quality camp not camera work but the quality um video work of them yes. putting a doll like you saw that was a doll when he yes, kicked them um, but well they're not gonna throw a dog off the you thing, still obviously. well i hope the frick not <laughs> <laughs> um but just for him i was just like dude like why do you have to do that the jack yeah. black like that's ridiculous i mean yeah Ron did throw a burrito at him when he was driving his motorcycle, but that still doesn't cause you to kick his dog off the bridge. Right.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Another one I had out thought my head was Ross from Friends because he's just the worst character on the show by far. I don't know if you've ever seen Friends.
1: Not not as often okay. as as. I if used
0: you'd to see him, you you would
1: know which one I'm talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. Who who? Let's pick one from Star Wars. Who would you?
1: Whose ass would you kick in Star Ooh, Wars? Um. So what do we got? Uh, Original trilogy, prequels, or sequels? Either or. Does anyone? Um. Oh man.
0: I okay. Tough choice. This is a hot take. Okay. I'm ready. C3po. I I don't disagree with you. He's kind of
1: annoying. I just listen. Love the character. No disrespect. He's he's a nervous nelly. Fun fact. C-3PO is the only character from Star Wars to be the entire nine series movies. I just the fact that, like, you're trying to go through the Galactic Empire and him being like, sir, the odds of, of surviving are 732,000 to one. That actually wasn't a bad. Uh, that wasn't actually. That was a pretty bad good. Actually, that was on point. <laughs> that was on point. <laughs> um, But just the amount of annoyance that I had with him, yeah. And then the the prequels, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> you can't even. I, yeah. I <sighs> I would probably it's, it's, I, I'd probably go Jar Jar, just because
0: I I think if you've seen Star Wars you know why you would kick Jar Jar's ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little shit.
1: Anybody from the sequels? No, not that another, I can think of. Another hot take that I have. It's yeah. just based on his character because it's just like one of those people you just want to kick their ass. General Hux. Oh
0: yeah, that's a good
1: one. It's just yeah, his character, character. I hate how JJ like. I'm sure he's a phenomenal actor, but J.J. Yeah. J. Abrams literally made him into like this dumb teenage boy. And he wasn't teenage years. Like it was like adult yeah. years, but like this dumb teenage boy who, you know, is this general and, and wants to do things. And I, yeah. I just like, dude, like, I don't. I, That's no. a good That's I, a good I don't. And what is it? Snoke. Snoke's another one, but Snoke was. Yeah, he spoilers, was. Spoilers, killed in the movie, but. Yes.
0: Also, um, Poe not a big Poe fan.
1: I, yeah. He was, uh, just, he was just arrogant. If, but same with Han Solo, if you think about it. Well,
0: I guess. What about uh, Rose? Not that I would kick the shit out of Rose, but what's your opinion on Rose? <laughs> because she's a woman. No. <laughs> because uh, this is just totally off topic, but like, she
1: had no part in episode 9 yeah, after I a don't, pretty big episode 8 role. I don't think... Yeah. I, it was hard. I, I feel like I would beat her up that'd be that's awful why did i say that i feel like it, it would occur as her being in this category that she would be in this category i'm trying not to say the word yeah based I, on I, the I, fact that they they literally just threw her in that spot and you were like yeah total, totally totally a hero in in episode eight but episode yeah. nine you we did not see just her at didn't all. See, i feel like
0: she would have been like a character that people would have loved if she had a role in episode nine Mm-hmm. And they just didn't use her at all, which kind of makes me like think, like, is she a good character or not? Like, she's just kind of falls in that gray area where we don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, a... too
0: hot to handle. And Love is Blind. The, who would I beat the shit out of? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, man. Love is Blind, probably Damien, just because I feel like he played, like, mind games with GG sometimes. Okay. I was
1: like, <laughs> I had to catch up my mind. I was like, yes. who's
0: that? and Too Hot to Handle
1: Harry because he's a douche. Who was the other one? Of which show? He looked like Harry to me. Um, Too Hot to Handle. He looked like The guy from the boat? No, the other one. Corey. Corey. The British
0: dude. Yeah, he was a dick. I'd beat the shit out of him too. Completely. Yeah. He was just a jerk. Just tried to date Francesco once he was with Harry. Oh. Oh, loser. I hate those people. (laughs) Dicks. I hate them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i i didn't really well technically we can't pick them for this because they're not fictional characters
1: right yes but, but i would still. still beat the shit out of Harry. i i, I feel like that's something yes. we can both talk about because yeah oh I'm yeah, like for, sure, for sure trying to run my mind through like all these movie characters and and tv characters that i yeah i mean it's
0: tough it's tough to just if like think of one off the top of my head do you really like yeah it's it's massive Yeah. Oh, there's endless options. There's Mm -hmm. at least someone from every show that you've watched.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I I know there is like this one particular individual that I was just like, I'm sick and tired of this individual. Like, I do not want him alive. I want to beat him. I just, I forget. I forget. That was me with Joffrey. Like, Joffrey is just the
0: worst character in every show I've ever seen in my life.
1: He sucks. Jeez, I don't even remember. Who? Who
0: from SpongeBob? Oh, uh, I can't think of the name off my head, but um, the flats. guy. Flats is a good one. Yeah, flats. we could kick his ass. And uh, Bubble Butt, Bubble Bass. Bubble Butt. Bubble, I couldn't remember his name. I could not remember his name at all. Bubble Bass. That's what it is. The guy with the pickles, right? Pickles guy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is it, I got the fr- 50% right. <laughs> <Baton> 500 <laughs> bubble
1: bat <laughs> no pickles yeah there's no pickles <laughs> i think that's a pretty good list we got yeah wow and what an episode 20 <laughs> yeah i feel like we spent more time fixing our our speeches and i feel like next week is going to be absolutely thrown out the window because we don't have to worry about it but matt you're on vacation yes i'm gonna let you go enjoy vacation I, this, was, this was this was fun. I needed this. Was this was fun. Yes. We needed this. Yep. Um, if you have any thoughts, concerns, joys, or praises, or if you have a favorite drink that you like to drink, make sure you let us know on our social media at Funny Business Entertainment, Facebook, Instagram, Funny Business E, and on Twitter. We do try to live stream once a week, so make sure you tune into that. And who knows? Episode 20. Dude. So that, that's about 20 weeks since we've done it. And that's five months. Yeah, that's crazy. Holy crap. That's insane. That is insane. We've that done is, this episode for 5 months. We've done this show for 5 months. That's crazy to think of. Absolutely crazy.
0: I know I know we talked about this last time but like it really does feel like to me that we just started like not too long
1: ago. No, wild. I I completely agree. Just and it and you know, we've I feel like just the the sense that we've been able to do the podcast no matter where we are. I mean, Matt, you're on vacation, but it's, you're at your house. I'm at my house. We're able to do it. You know, Matt's been very well trained and Matt's been very well in the sense that he's done a very good job. I have to admit as somebody who's in my field, that's been able to, to been able to reduce the amount of, no, enhance the amount of production quality that there is. So I, you know, Matt, I commend you to that. And, here's to another 20 because i i forget how many i have i forget how many i have as far as the title cards as far as how many funny business podcasts i think i have 200 so that's awesome. maybe maybe the next one maybe times 100 you know here's to yeah. times 100 so cheers to um, episode 200 yes so matt um before you say uh stay safe everybody i say we should drink out to the podcast as far as we got the music starting already so matt go ahead finish it off Until next time, we'll see you on the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. (sighs) Oh, my God. Worst idea ever. (laughs)